1: There was something there that was so raw where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place Means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi five! Hi five! Hi five! Hi five! Hi no. five! Hi five!
2: you You're really good at this. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what's happening.
0: Well, well, well. Welcome back into the What Podcast, Barry Quarter, the Boy Scout Barry Quarter. Oh, Russ Jackson, Lord me. Taco, I'm Brad, how's toward? Uh, how's, how's
3: Tord and Tord Loco? Tord Loco uh, is Tored back.
2: Tord's back. Uh, hey, if you're the Boy Scout, you need to become pick stop. up.
3: Stop! You guys are killing me. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the Boy
0: Scout Tord Loco, Brad Steiner here, uh, jumping back in for a minute before we play uh, a really special moment. A high five this week. Uh, as we get closer and closer to Bonnaroo. Uh, so this week, Barry, we're going to jump back into where it all started. Because last week was such an odd, um, I don't know, show, let's show you what it was supposed to be and how it was originally designed.
3: <laughs> how far uh, the rails. from? <laughs> from episode it'd one. A, <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea. To show just far, how far off the rails we've gone. Yeah.
0: Just how far <laughs> off in the last five years we have just <laughs> completely derailed this entire product. Um, we've got a couple of pieces of news. Uh, we'll get to the high five clip here in a second. Uh, let's start with uh, some news that you guys don't know yet. But, well, but actually, Barry does know this, but Taco, uh Tord does not know this. We are this close. We got a yes, but we are this close, Lord to booking the biggest guest we have ever gotten on this show. It has been our white whale for four years. um, And uh, Barry, you saw the email come through yesterday that it is an absolute go. We just got to work on the timing in the next couple of weeks. The biggest guest the What Podcast has ever gotten.
3: And what was my response?
0: Be, you still didn't I, yeah, <laughs> be
3: still my beating heart. Be still my beating heart. Barry actually died a little bit when he heard I it. did die. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chris Farley. There's no question yeah. in my mind. I won't be able to speak. Yeah. Well, I'm Taco, if,
0: if he died, we might as well call the Boy Scouts and come pick him up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh my god. Let's send a giant can. <laughs> call him off in. <laughs> <laughs> Lay me in a can yeah. uh, on a hill somewhere. This is uh, the Last Boy Scout. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> yes, very corner of the Last Boy Scout. Yes.
3: I'm so sorry to everyone who listens to this
0: show. <laughs> um so uh, we got that uh, bit of news some some personal stuff very excited about that. I I did very want to excited. start with I wanted to start with something that came through uh, the Manchester Times this week, and I don't know, Barry, if you saw this, but uh, it was actually kind of a concerning article. But you're the person that can clarify from the Bonnaroo side of this. And if you don't mind, I request that you reach out to um, at least anybody there that can get us some background. But the headline read this week, County, this is from the Manchester Times. The Manchester Times, of course, the paper of record in Manchester, Tennessee. County will not provide standing ambulances for Bonnaroo. Mm. Coffee County Ambulance Authority unanimously decided at the April 20th meeting to not enter into a contract with the organization that provides medical services to Bonnaroo to provide ambulances and crews needed for the festival to comply with state law. Uh, the quote is, "Our first obligation is with the citizens of Coffee County uh, in a statement to the board. He goes on, according to the state's mass gathering law says, a holding or assembly shall provide one licensed emergency vehicle stationed at the assembly site per 50,000 ante- attendees. One ambulance for 50,000 people. Okay. Wow. Um, my concern is the uh, chief guy and all of this, the ambulance authority guy. My concern is we are contractually obligated, and he could sue us if we do not keep an ambulance out there. Um, that's according to Bonner. Actually, I don't know who Bonner is. Oh, that's the EMF chief. Okay, EMF chief Michael Bonner said, my concern is we are contractually obligated and could sue us. I don't know who he's talking about. But anyway, if we could adequately staff for the citizens of Coffee County, I have no problem putting an ambulance out there at Uh This is not a financial decision. This is because of staffing. Even if they offered pay, we'd still have trouble with staffing. All right, so when I first read this, Barry, I had uh, two thoughts. Of course, the first one is um, this, this seems perilous. Uh, right, but also right. there was a part of me that's like the this, this the town, the county rather of Manchester has been playing hardball with Bonnaroo for the better part of sixteen twenty months, trying to get some tax money back from some of the hotel taxes that Bonnaroo because Bonnaroo didn't happen during the COVID year. I keep wondering, every time that there's some sort of city government and Bonnaroo story, I wonder if this is like some sort of hardball that they're playing. Um, I find it hard to believe that out of nowhere, they have a staffing issue uh, randomly for the first time, I don't know, ever. Has this happened before? Um, And even if they're willing to pay, they just don't have human beings that that can... Drive ambulances? What do they do on a normal day? What do they do on a normal weekend? Thirdly, yeah. what does Bonnaroo do?
3: Wow. Uh, I have not seen this. Let me start there. uh, okay. But, yeah, your your first instinct was mine, that this is a, you know, a, a sort uh, what a saber-rattling type of thing. Thank um, you. That's what the I was the last- to say. Yeah, the last thing you said was it's a staffing, which may be legit. I mean, you can't just find EMTs if you know it's well, not like we could, go next door and somebody, knock on the door. Um,
2: why not? Couldn't somebody from the county over maybe that's uh, wants to make some well, overtime? Uh, that's could, that's could my volunteer
3: thought. Um, but back to what you were saying, the city of Manchester and the county of Coffee uh, have been going at it for the last couple of years over taxes. It was, you know, Bonnaroo was in the county and then the city annexed it uh, what, two, two and a half years ago during the pandemic. And so there was a lot of lost revenue that was supposed to be the uh, how it was supposed to work. They were supposed to get a percentage and I don't remember the number, you know, based on the previous year's number and the previous year was zero, because it didn't happen so I know they're having um, you know they're back and forth um, one ambulance per 50 sounds a little you know uh, Yeah, like you said Russ that was my thought go to Nashville go to Chattanooga you know I'm somebody, sure will, up, all over that would somebody will go up somebody will go up there for uh, up. a couple hundred bucks an hour or whatever uh, yeah. yeah so um, I don't know that's interesting Having said that, I don't know the details, so I need to definitely—that'll uh, be a question yeah, I mean, to look at this week. It's,
0: it's uh, going to be a—it's going to be a big background question that you asked, So I'm going to read further through this article a little bit. Two important details are stressed at the meeting. Bonnaroo maintains fully equipped medical tents to provide on-site care of event staff and guests. The county will respond to 911 calls placed from Bonnaroo organizers. The festival contracts not ask Coffee County EMS to go onto the grounds, nor. Does its employees provide on-site treatment? Unless there were a major event involving mass casualties, et cetera. Um, this is what they continue to say. At Bonaru is a quote, at Bonnaroo, there should be two physicians working there. Their tents are designed to be acting as an ER. It's not going to be a situation where there's not going to be a medical care. I'm sorry, it's not going to be a situation when there's not going to be medical care at Bonneru. Medical care will be there. Bonneru has uh, medical, has full advanced life support cap- uh, capabilities. They just do not have the staff to run multiple uh, ambulances should they need them. Um, it seems strange, uh, seems odd. Uh, this is the first time in 17 years they have run into this
3: problem, the article continues. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I said I don't I, I need to look into it more. It's, it's, just, it's interesting I, that it became it's it's such a story, but I don't Yeah,
0: know. but but back to the point that we're, our original gut was, if you scroll later down in this article Oh, they just end up talking about the strained relationship between the county and Bonnaroo, yeah. which talks exactly about that uh, tax issue that you mentioned. Uh, this is a really good article that um, I like this Manchester Times guy. He's really, really yeah, he's good. Great. If only if only we could get a newspaper writer, Taco, <laughs> a part of the what podcast we, we might actually be able to about. get somewhere here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hmm. I don't I'll look around. I don't know.
0: I'll see if he's yeah, John Coughlet. Yeah. Yeah, John Coughlett, I think he's been around for a while, hasn't he? I think he's. Um, I think it's
3: the same guy. If so, he's been very good. And uh, yeah, he's he, he and I have communicated with emails. He sent me notes. You know, when I've got something, um, not wrong, but something I didn't know about, he's reached out. If if it is in fact the same guy, but uh, yeah,
0: well, he's let's been all to over s- it.
3: Let's link this article
0: to the show um, just in case you want to read uh, further about yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, Barry, we'll, we'll Barry clarifying that would be would be very, very For helpful. Sure. The other piece of news that we got this week was the Super Jam. Now, if you remember a few months ago, uh, we had the organizers on who basically said, they straight out said, the uh, artist that's going to be hosting the Super Jam was not on the lineup currently. And that, you know, that came true this week. We got the uh, news from Corey. Corey Wong is going to be the uh, Super Jam I guess, uh, officiator and, um, you know, you're not talking to a, a Corey expert here. I will be totally honest with you. I I've heard the name. I've, um, I'm certainly familiar enough with him that he just seems to have his hands in a lot of different, uh, places, which means he's, you know, got a lot of friends and and can bring a vast amount of sound to a super GM stage, which is exactly what you want. Uh, I mean, you could go from rockabilly to, uh, you know, some, punk metal with this guy, it seems like. So it could be a, re yeah, go bluegrass, sure. It could be a really, really fun super jam, a a sneaky super jam. Something that you're not, you weren't really expecting to be uh, the star of the night. But, you know, it it feels like it's got a little bit of, I don't know, for the first time, it's got a little bit of energy, mainly because it's so unknown. I don't really know what to expect. We kind of sort of, we figured out what Jack Antonoff is going to bring with his, Show last year because they basically told
3: us this feels a little mysterious and uh kind of fun. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I've i heard the name, didn't know a lot, uh, but when you look it up, I mean, it's like, oh, this makes perfect sense. I mean, he's mm-hmm. done projects with uh Wolfpack, damn near done- everybody on the lineup. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris Thiele, uh, Billy Strings. I mean, you know, uh, pretty all over the place. So that's what you want from a super jam mm-hmm. or what I want anyway uh, yeah. the, the only Wong exactly I play with
2: was BD
3: okay boy go ahead go ahead Brad <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness it's, it's, um, not, it's,
2: not B, it's not BD Wong it's Corey Wong <laughs> no it's not you can only I have one because thing. two Wongs don't make a right oh <laughs> okay
3: Okay, he's played with uh, oh, Larry man. Carlton, who I love, <laughs> Victor Luton, <laughs> Layla Fleck, <laughs> I guess I'll go.
0: <laughs> I guess I'll go now, yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: And scene. But your job here is done. And scene, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, I, I, it, I think it's a good pick. Uh, uh, was it what I expected? No, but I didn't know not what Not what I expected at all. No, that's true. But that's I think true. it's a good one. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, I, go um, ahead.
0: the problem with the super jam every year is is I don't think I've been to a super jam that really even got me. Maybe in ten years,
3: have no, I been to a super jam that I've true. really really loved? Which right. one did I like? Billy Idol. Uh, the one with Billy Idol and uh, Brittany was Brittany was there singing.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was 2016.
3: I mean, it's been a long time. Oh, well, that's less than 10. But you I liked know, it. But is what I'm, that was, that's I was really, it, yeah. I agree with you. That was a big I one. I liked it. Um, Billy I, came liked the, over look, across- I think the
0: Super Jam, is the, super jam is, is the bread and butter of Bonnaroo. And I just kind of wish that it always had a little bit more oomph. Um, but then again, you know, I can't really say that with too much authority because I always end up skipping it. Uh I can't really talk about how much I like or dislike the super jam. I'm sure it's great. I just don't always I always end up finding something else to do, which You know what's uh, weird sort of about it?
3: We've said this before. The the idea is what was so appealing for the first 10 years where you never knew who might show up on stage with with who. Yeah. And then the super jam was like a bigger version of that. And in some ways, has it become too um, not predictable? Predictable, yeah. Predictable, I was say predictable. it's unpredictableness or whatever. You know, I mean, it's it's sort of replaced this idea of you know we, as we've talked about with the Foo Fighters and who who knows who's going to show up on stage with them. Um, kind of ended with the police, if I remember right. We all thought that the police set was going to be such a uh, super jam. If you will, and uh, I remember talking to Stuart Copeland, and he was like, "Yeah, this is what we need to do." And Sting wouldn't do it; he wouldn't change a note. And so I don't
0: so, think I knew that story.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuart Copeland was coming to Chattanooga, and and I was, and he had just done the.
0: But you can hang on a second, just just to to give a little background. The police did a reunion show, uh, a few reunion short shows that year. One of them happened to be a Bonnaroo. Right. And for anybody that wasn't there. It was one of the lamest shows that you might will have ever seen at Bonnaroo. It had no energy. It had yeah. no juice. These guys had no. They were they weren't even looking at each other on stage. Right. It was one of the moments where you're like, that was a
3: big, big swing piece. Yeah. Of Check off my box, but that yep. was it. That's but right. Stuart Copeland Copeland had been there what the year before, the year before, with who? I can't remember. I'm sorry, I'm blanking, but. He'd been there as part of a uh it was there the oyster head. Exactly. Thank you. It just came to me. Yeah, which was a, a an amazing set. So the the thought leading up to the police thing was that, you know, it's gonna be this police jam, uh, this amazing set. And uh Stuart was here in Chattanooga or maybe it was part of the Bonnaroo. Maybe he was part of one of those uh those things where he did a lot of media and uh he just straight up said told me because I asked he's like Sting wouldn't budge a minute. He wouldn't budge a note. And so like to your point, Brad, it was it was the police. It was great, you know, if you're a police fan, it was note for note what you wanted to hear, but it didn't it didn't it wasn't okay, what so- we wanted.
0: I don't. Th- I see. The reason I, I stop here because I don't think I've ever heard that story. You're telling me that they wanted to do, mm-hmm. Stuart wanted to do a super jam ish or bring at least bring other guests onto the stage. Yeah, and Sting or at least uh, or you
3: know explore the songs, let the songs go where they wanted to go, kind of thing. And Sting wasn't having it. And uh, I can't remember his exact quote. But it was something like uh you're not gonna change Sting's mind, or you know he's precious and he's gonna do what he wants to do, kind of thing, so is this
0: an article that you wrote for the paper
3: yeah
2: interesting
0: yeah. fascinating huh yeah um i I did not know that uh but but to that point watching back especially the gorillas set from the second weekend of Coachella where You know, Damon Auburn looks like he's having the most fun he's ever had in his career. He's got Bad Bunny showing up. I'm surprised Rick Astley didn't show up on stage at some point. You know, it seemed like he had everyone at the festival coming by and playing with him. I think I'm more into that these days, you know, being at at someone's set and having them bring out, you know, random people instead of being at a, big super jam and and knowing somebody's going to come out. I I don't know. It's hard to explain. I I think I'm, I think I'm kind of, um, I think I'm kind of over it.
3: I, I think we're saying the same thing and I didn't know till I just said it, but that was sort of the, that police thing was kind of the end of it for me. Um, because they haven't done that we have said on here before where you know it feels like the sets are getting shorter and shorter and they don't do the jams and they don't do the surprise uh not like they used to and i don't know if it's because the industry has changed or what but i don't disagree with you that whatever it was 2016 set with billy idol and all that was my favorite super jam the other ones have been like "Eh."
2: Okay. Wasn't it more
3: late night too?
2: Wasn't that the Super Jam was always late? It seemed like last year it was always, yeah, midnight early. Uh,
3: You mean, yeah, yes. Before it was late night, it was uh, wander over and kind of basically kind of wander over and see who shows up on the back porch type of thing. That was the Mm -hmm. whole thing. And now it's become a little bit uh, formulaic, maybe. Yeah. Well, also, like let's we're, be honest. We're talking out of both sides here a little bit. Yeah, I you know, I know. I know. But
0: also, bit. to be honest, it's hard to do. <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. really, really hard to do. Right. You know, you can't just like ask random, you know, artists right. who are pretty into their own methods like, "Oh, come on up, just play a few notes." That does not really happen like that anymore.
3: No, that's right. I mean, that one we're talking about was and it was such a personal thing for me because Billy Idol's show was great. Britney is a huge, you're a huge fan, as we all know. Larry Graham was on that stage. Larry Graham basically invented the slap bass, you know. So it was it was not only great music, it was getting to see heroes. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. So, yeah, I think you're right. It is hard. Um And I think that's, you know, Corey seems to be... A good pick for that reason because yeah. he's done this. This is what he does. He's he's used to putting these sort of things together. So
0: and then, I, but I think that you asked the the thousand dollar question: Will it move a ticket? I, I don't think it will. But we got news this week uh, to back up Barry's point from a few weeks ago that tickets are this close to being sold out. Uh, we are getting closer and closer to the magical day where uh, Bonnaroo is back into the uh, sellout range, which is which, um, which not which where I, I expected us to one. be last year
3: which I was thinking about going back to the, what you said at the beginning of the show, kind of fixes the city-county thing, doesn't it? When, when, when the numbers when the money's there, everybody's quiet. So hey, we'll hey see Barry, it doesn't
0: matter <laughs> if the money's there. If you still owe me money,
3: you still owe me money. Well, you know, but if you, <laughs> if you pay me, I'll be quiet and go away. For
0: now. For now. <laughs> For now, that's right. Um, speaking, speaking of Barry, before we get into this high five, I want to just uh, prepare you because now that we're getting closer and closer to Bonnaroo, it's pick season. Next week, we uh, begin the process of revealing our 2023 Bonnaroo picks. We start with the Mr. Barry Corder. So if you have any suggestions for the Last Boy Scout, hit him up at the what underscore podcast on Twitter. Or uh, what's your uh, Twitter handle? At Last Boy Scout? Barry uh, JC. Barry JC. Let's give him some suggestions because you know Dad has a... Um, I have one. He's he's traveling down the same lane most of the time. So. No, I have one that's and, uh, gonna shock you.
3: Is Ooh. it? Is it? I'm let Just have a
2: moment of silence for Barry's blue check mark too. Did it go R.I.P. Back?
0: Man, I, <clears throat> I had just gotten verified on Twitter too. Nerd. <laughs> I had just yeah. gotten there. Now nobody will ever know. <laughs> now you'll never know. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. By the way, uh, so, so Barry picks next week, starting our. Uh, yearly tradition of our picks I around. One, the I group. have
3: one in particular I'm very excited about. But yeah, oh, good!
0: Yeah, I can't wait to hear it if it's going to be out there. Uh, very excited! All right, you want to jump into <clears throat> this week's high five, where it all started—the very first episode of the What Podcast, which I'm going to guess Taco, or at least listen to, episode of the What Podcast
2: podcast <laughs> ever.
0: <laughs> Actually, it did um,
2: pretty it, well, excluding last week's, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. (laughs) I just thought, you know, after last week, like I said, went so far off the rails, we might go back to the beginning. And this is literally the very beginning. The very beginning, yeah. And uh, just to set this thing up, we've said it before, but we're hoping that there's some new people listening. Uh, Brad and I were sitting, we had lunch pretty regularly, uh, at least two or three times a month, right? Um,
0: it was once a week, Barry. We had a stand It was Wednesday. once
3: a week, and yeah. uh, we noticed that we were always talking about Bonnaroo year-round. And I think I said, we should, uh, this upcoming one, we should do a Facebook Live is what I said. And you, your face, you went, I got it. And within, I don't know, Taco, you tell me. Because you and I had not met at this point, but within days.
2: Not really. Um, it was pretty quick. I remember, I think, I, it was a. I went out with Brad and we ate crawfish, or he ate crawfish. Um, and he said something like, Uh, yeah, we want to get this domain and uh, website up and running. And like, yeah, within a day or two, it was like, All right, I got it.
3: Hmm. Oh, Sorry, oh, this,
2: this one is one, one of Barry's like picks. Ice cream man? I you know, just my doorbell, picks. I just had to, <laughs> yeah, my already. doorbell is
3: ringing. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, What uh, is yeah. that? Yeah, well, I've within said it days, many times. I mean, days, you had. We had the website domain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had it built. Uh, I was within a week, at, and Brad obviously is a radio guy. Within a week, I was at the studio, uh, and we were doing this show. Uh, no more than two weeks. And um, first of all, I want to, you know, Brad knows what he was doing. What it, He knows what he is doing. So it, it came out, I think, really, it came out great. It was surprising in that. But it's also surprising how close I think we were to what we wanted to do, Um, and you'll hear that. The I love the intro. Uh, I've always loved that intro. I love the new one with the repeat, repeat. But I love that intro, and uh, it's just fun to go back. It was actually 2018, so it's almost we're in season six. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. so anyway it's five minutes uh the first episode season that we six did. season
0: six, and um, we've only been to two bonaroos since then
3: uh together it was like crazy <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah. i know
3: yeah russ is not in this uh episode because he that's was just, the worst part about this one. that's why it sucks and that's why we don't <laughs> yeah. talk about it very much but
0: uh, <laughs> yeah it was before times no, I mean, he
3: was in the before times it was yeah, it was well,
2: before. no, it's weird because I don't even know how I ended up on the show. I wasn't supposed to be a part of this. I, not, not on <laughs> camera. Not with you guys. I, but I,
0: but I, but I loved about the early taco days when taco started showing up. At first, you were just sort of like that guy at the Tom Green show who just sat behind Tom with holding yeah. coffee.
2: Yes, I love that. Yeah, just <laughs> I just love laughing. that guy. Just who laughing. Was <laughs> the,
3: who was the guest that? Who was yeah. the guest that? at the end of an hour and you had not said a word said russ that's the best show you've ever done (laughs) do you remember who it was i don't remember who it was i remember the show i don't remember (laughs) who it was you didn't say a word uh, he was like
2: i'm not supposed to i'm not i'm not the one that's supposed to be interviewing people what am i gonna have nailed it buddy nailed
3: it you were there last week and it was funny (laughs) It was great.
0: Uh, he'll be there next week. Right. Let's uh, get into this week's high five and the next week, Barry's Picks, all right, on the uh, What Podcast. Hey, 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 hey. I Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year, that matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. Don't I make it look easy? Don't I make it look good? something we specialize in
3: just don't drink all my liquor ok
0: anderson pack more specifically brandon pack anderson did you know that's not even his name anderson pack brandon pack anderson it- that's like if i called myself steinbratter is it pack or park? Well, it was originally park. That's right. It's actually
3: park. Yes. in
0: there. Yeah, yeah. This is the what podcast. The what. Hyper focusing on the bands that matter. More precisely, which bands that matter this year. Which bands this year that matter. Something like that.
3: <laughs> this, that, and the other. Yeah. This, that. I love we're starting with Anderson Pack. Really, That's do great, you? I really do. That's a
0: surprise to me. Well, I don't think that would be a up your alley.
3: Not, well, it wasn't, uh, to be honest. But I think this year, for me especially, the lineup is about discovery mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of trust. No, uh, that we, you know, we've gone you and I, what almost thirty times each. Yeah, I guess combined. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, combined. Yeah. And so there is a little bit of trust in the guys that put it together, and and. Uh, Anderson is not somebody that it was very familiar to me a couple really? weeks ago. Now I like it quite now a bit. Now you like it a lot. Yeah, no. I'm looking forward to seeing the live show.
0: This is a podcast by Bonaruvians for Bonaruvians. We want to take a deep dive into the artists that are playing Bonnaroo. We want to do each and every week, uh, go through a specific artist catalog, go through their bio, maybe introduce you to a new band. Maybe you, you could even introduce us to a new band, and you could do that at the What Podcast. Dot .com we hope uh, to catch some of that magic that these artists will bring to the farm bottle it and then expose it to you each week with a spotlight on the artists that will hopefully make 2018 special, and you talk about that trust that you have in the Bonnaroo people, whether or not the lineup is for you or not for you, there's something probably you're going to discover, and it's really uh, odd to me that you just now discovered Anderson Pack, especially with all the two Grammy awards last year.
3: Yeah, well, to be honest, uh, I've relied on maybe my kids or yeah. or uh, some other people, and they're all gone. Uh, oh, they're so, still with uh, us, though. Well, I mean, they're yes. Okay, they're, they're out of the house. <laughs> Thank Good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, there's so much music out there. I yep. can't keep up with all of it, and I don't pretend that I do. I have learned over the many years of going to Bonnaroo, you're there. You really don't have much else to do. You don't have anything
2: else to do. <laughs>
0: what? You
3: might as well go discover a new great act.
0: Sure. Uh, that For those just joining us uh, who don't know who we are, that's Barry Quarter. He writes for the Times Free Press and has for Since Inception of newspapers print- yeah, uh- <laughs> uh, from the beginning of newspapers, you were there pretty much. Yeah, it's the
3: first one rolled off with a ink press.
0: I'm Brad Steiner. I do a uh, a radio show on a, a top forty station in Chattanooga. But our passion, uh, no matter if uh, Barry's writing about a recipe or if I'm playing Beyonce, our passion is uh, independent alternative music, and uh, nobody showcases it better than the oh. foremost. Festival, And that's Bonnaroo. So uh, not only do we appreciate you, but we appreciate the Bonnaroo people for uh, being so supportive in this. And uh, because they're so supportive in this, they're giving us a pair of tickets to give away to a podcast listener. This, our inaugural version of the What Podcast. Somebody that listens to this podcast is going to win Bonnaroo tickets. I'll tell you how to do that coming up a little bit later on the podcast. But Anderson Pack to me, I love him so much because everything that he writes, everything that he performs, the way that he performs it, it all starts with that bio of his, and that bio of his is, is not only inspiring, but it's heartbreaking.
3: No question. And the other